The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What a world! Welcome and all to another episode of the Ocho, presented to you in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's blog and the boys.com. My name is RJ Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTB and from Riders, your humble host on the Ocho. It is Thursday, the third day, April 7th, 2022. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, and I personally want to wish you a very happy Masters Week. If you follow me wherever, um, you probably know that I love golf. Uh, Masters Week is, is, you know, it's one of those weeks and everybody loves it. Everybody gets in on it. And, you know, even if you don't like golf, if you just like epic sports and epic sporting events and, and things where people are all talking about the same thing, this is a, a really fun week. So uh, hopefully you've been enjoying the coverage all week long and hopefully you enjoy the tournament starting today. Um, today, here on the Ocho, um, obviously we're not going to talk about golf. We're going to talk about the Dallas Cowboys um, and no real like big thing happening. This is, you know, some people say a dead time of year. It's an interesting time of year. Uh, we're kind of in the middle of that weird period between uh, the fallout of free agency and the draft starting up. And obviously, we all have some thoughts and opinions on what's going to happen in the draft. And there's mocks all over the place. We do do mocks every Monday on the Blog on the Boys YouTube channel. This past week, Connor Livesey and I took Ohio State's Chris Olave for the Cowboys at 24 overall. So you can watch the whole thing there. There's just a couple of things I wanted to kind of circle through as, as we chat here today. I don't know, you know, what you're doing, where you're going. Maybe you're, you know, in the car on the way to work or school, or maybe you're packing up lunch or something for the kids. Maybe you're on the treadmill, but um, I appreciate you being my friend and hanging out with me and uh, let's get through this together. So uh, first things first, I don't think this was a rumor. I, I, I don't think it's really fair to classify it that way. I, I don't know. This is a really weird thing, but um, but this wasn't the thing. On Wednesday, it was reported that the Buffalo Bills and Stephon Diggs uh, landed a new deal for the talented wide receiver. That is Stephon Diggs. Cool. Awesome. Stephon's awesome. If, if you love football, you certainly know and admire Stephon Diggs and his abilities as a wide receiver. And the like, quote-unquote rumor, obviously, that I'm referring to had to do with his younger brother, Trayvon Diggs, who we know very well uh, you know, with the Dallas Cowboys. But the tweets that he had a couple of weeks ago were, again, I, I wouldn't say there were rumors or that he even stirred the pot. It was just like well, this weird thing. You know, Trayvon kind of out of nowhere just tweeted that, you know, he's always wanted to play with his brother, that, you know, 14 to Dallas would be fire emojis. And, you know, people kind of ran with it. And, you know, I, again, I don't know that anybody really thought like, oh, this is this has life, you know, watch out. And then, you know, there were some people, you know, 
I know a lot of people love to pick on the Cowboys this offseason. I've definitely been critical of them. But a lot of people were saying things like, oh, well, the Cowboys would never do it. Nobody would ever do it because it would never happen. It would never make sense uh, for anybody to trade for Stephon Diggs. It just wasn't that kind of situation. And so um, it was just this weird thing that happened, I guess is maybe the best way to put it. And I said this at the time on our network, and I you know, kind of believe it now. I don't even know that it's a conspiracy theory, but it certainly seems like... Trayvon, excuse me, Stefan Diggs has been in contract negotiations with the Bills. And, you know, whether it was like legitimate and purposeful and, you know, this like incredible plan, maybe throwing out the idea of, you know, Stefan reuniting or joining up with, with Trayvon in Dallas helped in leverage conversations. You know, that that is honestly, if I have to if I have to say that there was a purpose behind that tweet, other than Trayvon just having fun, that's probably the actual thing. But if there was like an ulterior motive, it was probably that. And Stefan got his new deal, and, and the tweets from Trayvon came after Devontae Adams got his new deal with the Raiders, and Tyreek Hill got his new deal with the Dolphins. And so Stefan Diggs obviously probably feels like he's very accomplished, and he deserves you know to be compensated that way. He is very accomplished. He's one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. And so just a very interesting time. I do think it's interesting as well. Um, I saw our friend Dave Hellman had this tweet um, or tweet that, that said that the NFL is not afraid to pay the best guys when it comes to receivers. And you think about it, those three at the very least, Devonta Adams, Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs, all players, you know, wide receivers who got big deals from their teams this offseason. And I think that there are definitely other receivers whose teams or who certain teams would not shy away from paying. I think you have to put Cooper Cup in that mix. I think you have to put Justin Jefferson in that mix. And I think you have to put Jamar Chase in that mix. I know, obviously, we're very early in Jamar Chase's career, but I can't think of another one that you would move heaven and earth to pay, right? Like those, there's those dudes, right? And, and to be clear, the list is Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs, Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, and Jamar Chase. I'm looking at my collection of NFL helmets now. The Patriots don't have anybody. The Dolphins now obviously have Tyreek Hill. The Jets don't. The Steelers don't. The Browns, I mean, we'll get there and that's where we're headed. But the Ravens don't have anybody. The Titans, maybe some people would feel that way about A.J. Brown. I don't. Colts certainly don't. Texans don't. Jaguars don't. Uh, Chiefs no longer do. Uh, the Raiders now do. The Chargers, not really. I mean, I know Mike Williams got tagged and whatnot, but like, you know, whatever. Broncos don't. Nobody in the NFC East. I mean, Terry McLaurin, I don't think you're as much as awesome as he is. And as much as, you know, I respect his game, I don't think you're willing to give him that kind of money. Um, Green Bay no longer has anybody like that. We mentioned Justin Jefferson, Chicago, Detroit, don't have anybody. Maybe you believe in Mike Evans or Chris Godwin, Michael Thomas. I mean, it's so hard to know who he is now. Um, Atlanta's Atlanta, Carolina's Carolina. We mentioned Cooper Cup, nobody in Arizona. Debo Samuel is the other one. And maybe DK Metcalf, you feel that way. I don't personally, but Debo Samuel is unique. Um, and I guess the, the point, you know, I'm getting at is Amari Cooper's not one of those dudes. And so I'm with you, assuming you are still mad at the Cowboys for trading away Amari Cooper. And obviously the compensation for Devontae Parker didn't make that look any better. But, you know, there's a difference. There's a difference between those wide receivers and Amari Cooper. And that's okay. Like, that doesn't mean Amari sucks. That just means that there's a difference. I would still rather have Amari than not have Amari. But I understand why the Cowboys wanted to move on. They felt like he wasn't worth or wasn't performing uh, at the rate that they were paying him. Now, they, you know, what, what gets lost in that is they decided to pay him that. That was the Cowboys' decision that they made two years ago. And it's also their decision to not use him or has been their decision to not use him at the same rate that these other receivers get used by their teams. Um, but 
but I do, it's just, it's an interesting time. It really is. Um, but I do think that that's my own personal opinion. I think there was some, Hey man, I'll send out a tweet. I'll get all the blogs going and you know, maybe the bills will maybe, you know, if, if that moves things 1%, it's worth it, right? Like if, if Trayvon or excuse me, if Stefan got just 1% more of whatever, however you want to measure the 1%, then it was worth it from Trayvon Diggs. Uh, so that's a good bro being a good bro. Um, the other thing, I want to talk about today on the subject of money and payment. This uh, I did write about um, for a blog on theboys.com. You can go check it out. Please check out everything we write, actually. Um, you know, Bobby Wagner's name is, is going to be thrown out a lot in, you know, anytime he does something, it's just going to be one of those things like, oh, man, Bobby Wagner. Or if, you know, if the Cowboys are missing somebody that, you know, in the middle of their defense, it could have helped. It's going to be, oh, look at what Bobby Wagner's doing. Uh, Bobby Wagner spoke to CNBC. Um, about his free agency decision and the ride of free agency and how he wound up with the Los Angeles Rams. And uh, this quote or this line from the article is pertinent to us. Uh, it reads, Wagner also said he had a real flirtation with the Cowboys. That was a real thing. Uh, this is Wagner's quote. That was a real thing. We had conversations. I love Dan Quinn and have a lot of respect for him. But between their needs and what they were willing to spend, we couldn't agree. But there was mutual interest. Wagner added, uh, between the Rams and Cowboys, those are teams that have been around for a long time and have a lot of history. Being able to be a part of any of those franchises boosts your notoriety. And I landed on one. I don't think any of this is surprising. I mean, there's, there's a difference between frustrating and surprising. It's certainly frustrating to a certain degree, but I don't think it's surprising. Um, if notoriety is what Bobby Wagner is seeking, and I'm not trying to put words in his mouth, um, and the Cowboys were the team. <laughs> if you if you want to show up somewhere and, and you know have your face all over places, then then the Dallas Cowboys are where you want to wind up. But um, I mean, it, like, are you shocked? Are you shocked? Th- this line, but between their needs and what they were willing to spend, we couldn't agree. The needs part, I don't necessarily agree on. Um, obviously, Micah Parsons is Micah Parsons, but I would love to have Bobby Wagner so that Micah Parsons can continue to be Micah Parsons, at least the Micah Parsons that we uh, know and love him to be. Um, But this line, in what they were willing to spend, we couldn't agree. And that's the thing. I mean, look, we've had this conversation, it feels like a thousand times, just this offseason. The Dallas Cowboys do not believe in spending legitimate money in free agency. You would think that, you know, recent history as in the last people act like they've been this way for 30 years and that's not the case i mean i would say the last decade people act you know you would think rather that the last decade's worth of results would teach or have taught the cowboys that something else is necessary and that's not to say that i I think we get lost in this this both end right like where people think that it has to be one way or the other you have to either be like total team draft or total team free agency you can do both and that's where I think we're, we're frustrated, ultimately, is you could have had Bobby Wagner. You, you know, you you were going to have Randy Gregory before everything happened, right? You you could have had, I mean, you, I don't know, I mean, pick somebody. I mean, there's still, you know, that's another thing people love to say is there's still free agents out there right now, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you could have had people. And, and this spin that we've heard about how, well, you know, Randy Gregory not working out led to Dante Fowler and James Washington and Leighton Vanderish, whatever. I mean, like, no, you could have. I don't mean to say you could have had it all, but you could have figured out ways to to go up at this. If you truly wanted to, if that was your goal, if that was your intention, it was possible. And then you still could have drafted, right? I mean, you know, I mentioned mock drafts. I mean, they have not signed an offensive lineman to date, right? They have watched Connor Williams walk in free agency. They cut Lyle Collins, as we all know, both wound up in the AFC. And they're, I mean, if you... 
you know, we, we, we talk a lot about how the Cowboys tend to telegraph what they want to do with their first pick, right? We've been able to generally discern who or what they're going after. Um, Micah Parsons was kind of the surprise, and so was C.D. Lamb. But prior to that, it was really telegraphed that they wanted Tristan Hill. It was super telegraphed that they wanted Leighton Vanderush. It was definitely telegraphed that they preferred Taco Charlton over T.J. Watt. And the Zeke thing was the very top of the draft. Um, so, I mean, the tea leaves can be red. And right now, you know, you don't have to know anything about their draft strategy to, to look at them and say, well, they have added, you know, of, of, of the positions they've lost, they've added a wide receiver, they've added a defensive end, right? They've brought back safeties and linebackers. And, you know, the only place they haven't addressed, the only place they haven't touched is along the offensive line, and they have lost two starters from last year. And when you take that piece of, of, of news, right, I was going to say news and data at the same time, so it's going to sound like NADA. But if, if you take that piece and you say okay now we're going to work on this that they haven't added any offensive linemen what else what other information whether the tentacles other branches of that can we add we have heard them hype up Terrence Steele right and so I'm not saying it's breaking news that the Cowboys are interested in a guard you know at 24 overall but it like the siren is firing off the sound is screaming that they want a guard that, that Kenyon Green or Zion Johnson are going to be the pick and we can sit here and we could talk about Chris Olave or Traylon Brooks or George Karlaftis or you know whoever else but I mean the the dots are there that you know this is one of those uh like it's not a coloring book but you know what I'm talking about like the the books with the dotted pictures and you have to like connect them whatever I mean we're, we're going through and we're starting to see the picture and it's like yeah they are banking on one of those guards being there I don't know what they would do if Tyler Linderbaum was there I mean that would be interesting to see how they handled that but they are I mean if you had to bet right now and I'm you know do what you want to do but I mean it seems like it has to be one of the two guards like it, it, ha- it has to be one of them or it has to be some help along the offensive line because that is the one spot that they have not addressed so far through the offseason and so you know they believe that's going to work out and, and maybe it will maybe it will and they can sit here and I hope it works out and they sit here and rub it in our face and shove it in our face and say we were right you were wrong you doubted we believed we knew it was going to work the whole way look at us now I would love for that to be the case um it's it's risky it's a little arrogant but that's okay you can be arrogant sometimes in sports and you know if you have the results to back it up why not be arrogant it's up to you um but um but yeah so that's just kind of where we're at it's it's a weird week weird time um you know with the draft getting closer you know things are going to be a little bit more interesting um as the weeks continue to unfold we'll have a lot of content obviously covering the draft at the side here on the podcast obviously we have talk on the draft uh connor's been hard at work with interviews dropping yesterday a new interview with nicobe dean fantastic georgia linebacker see like i don't think that would be the pick either again i know some people have have, you know i know i don't know i know that's not like a popular take but uh or rather i know it's not breaking news but um still nicobe dean pretty impressive interview so go back and check that out if you haven't yet uh make sure to subscribe to our youtube channel as well subscribe here to the podcast network wherever you get your podcast leave a rating write a review those things really help us out um and enjoy the masters like i said i mean it's it's a fun this is a really fun sports week i mean um you know we had the final four national championship wrestlemania sandwiched in there opening day you know opening time for whoever your baseball team is um you know if you're a t-mobile customer go get that mlb tv somebody tell me about that that's pretty sick um you know Obviously, the NFL draft stuff is always interesting. Uh, the Masters, I mean, man, Champions League going on. We've got Liverpool, Man City this weekend. Like, it is really, really legit. Really, really fun time right now um, in sports. And that kind of helps the offseason move along. Um, so, hey. But, uh, oh, also, uh, this is happening literally as I'm about to wrap up the show. Um, 
you know, not that this is like devastating, but the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are signing Keanu Neal. Uh, former Dallas Cowboys linebacker, uh, but former Atlanta Falcons safety for Dan Quinn. And you will recall he announced that he is making the switch back to safety uh, this offseason. So the Buccaneers have a brand new safety. It will be so frustrating <laughs> if it's an amazing safety. Uh, but I think we feel okay there with J. Ron Curse and Malik Cooker coming back. So uh, it is what it is. Uh, enjoy all the sports. Enjoy all the fun. Um, you'll hear me again next Tuesday. Uh, well, maybe. We'll see. Uh, our upcoming schedule, by the way, later on today, on Thursday, you have a brand new episode of Riled Up with Tom Ryle and Roy White. Tomorrow, Friday, new episodes of Girls Talking Boys with Kelsey Charles and Meg Murray, as well as the Star Seminar with Professors Danny Phantom and Rabble Rouser. On Saturday, Cowboys Oi, an entirely Spanish-spoken show with Mauricio Rodriguez. Um, we'll see if I pop on there or not. You know, I know that was a, a discussion that we were having earlier this week. That's why I said, um, you know, kind of a TBD situation. Also on Saturday, a bonus episode of Talking the Draft. We've been dropping those. Another interview. Sunday, new episode of The World's Team uh, with Paul Stewart and Meg Murray. And then Monday, we start the whole thing back up again. It never stops. It never stops. We ride into the night. Uh, I hope you have an incredible weekend. I hope you have the best Thursday of all time. I hope you have the best day ever. Like, I really just, I, that's what I want for you. Um, I hope you have the greatest day of all time. You know why? Because you deserve it. We will see you manana, my friends. As always, go Cowboys and peace out.